I'm more flea person than fight. <laughs> flea. But I, I, I mean, the worst that I thought then, like at that moment, was like he's gonna push you very lightly, and then I'm gonna say, um, excuse me. Parang mapapasigan na pusihan na Excuse me. Ready po siya. But yeah, that's the worst that that's the worst scenario that popped into mind. Hello and welcome to the Long Way Home podcast. I'm Leo Marish Gale. And I'm Hannah Perez. And in this podcast, we talk about the everyday encounters that inspire and shape our lives. Whether it's life abroad, travel, passion, or purpose, join us as we try to figure it out along the way. Hello. Hi. <laughs> so, so this is the um, first episode that we're recording after we launched episode one out into the world. Yeah. So I just want to take this moment. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Very dramatic. <laughs> but anyway, I just, I just want to, we just want to take this moment to thank everyone who has listened until now. Episode four, episode three and two and one. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, we're we're very grateful. And yeah. And thank you for those people giving us feedback, telling us what they think. That's really very important to us because we're just starting this and mm-hmm. we're just trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Wait, wait, I know. Um wait, appearance every week. Um but yeah, we love the feedbacks. We love getting constructive criticism from everyone and we'd love to hear more every episode yes so we know where to improve or whatever you'd want us to talk about if you want to write to us we're on twitter we are at long way home pod on twitter or even on instagram you can message us on facebook as well okay wow segway nice <laughs> anyway so Today, we are recording like way ahead of schedule because we'll be somewhere else by the time this episode goes out. We are going to be in very different parts of the world. So, today is January 2, supposedly. (laughs) (laughs) When we release this, it's going to be January 2 and it's going to be, it is, my birthday. Ding, 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 ding. Birthday episode. <laughs> Happy birthday episode. Happy birthday episode. <laughs> and um, it's it's just not my birthday. And like a w- supposedly by the time this episode gets released, a week before or a little bit more than that, it's Leomarish's birthday. Ooh-hoo. And this year we are turning twenty. So we're turning 23 this year. I still feel like I'm 17. No, like I feel 18. like I'm 40. <laughs> I still feel like I'm 19 and I and I am not prepared for any of this. I, I don't wanna I don't wanna check that explicit checkbox again because I wanna put clean lyrics on okay. this episode. Okay. I'm I'm just trying not to cuss. Okay, so we're turning 23 in the upcoming year. So in this episode, we are going to talk about things that we kind of didn't expect or kind of expected. No, definitely we didn't expect these things to happen when we were just 22. Like, that happened? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I think it's more accurate to to call it as that happened when I was <laughs> 22 years old. So we're going to have three points, three items each. So let's get on to that first one. So my first one was this year, I think early around March, was when I joined the Young Can competition. 
So it's uh, if you're in the advertising world, this Can Lions is like the biggest um, award ceremony that happens every year for the advertising world. So Young Can is a competition and it's where different art directors and copywriter duo combined um, battle it out for one whole day and come up with a an integrated campaign. So that what was an integrated <laughs> campaign. Sorry. So an integrated campaign is where you have a full fl- fully fledged campaign. So what that means is you have a big idea and that should fall that should work for the whole year or for a certain amount of time that fits the brand and it should have something that works for offline offline messaging such as billboards or what have you and for digital maybe online that should work for website online banners social media content so all of that should have should connect and should make sense for the brand and for the strategy that you need to come up with so imagine the fucking <laughs> explicit checkbox so imagine check. the pressure that i was in during that competition but so so you had to do all of those within a day within a day Not, I was is, with, it, is it 24 hours like exactly or it's just half day like eight or not eight to technically it was just a half day so it's like 8 a.m until like 6 p.m oh, no. so difficult and so nerve-wracking and that was just like at some point i was like why why am i here why did you <laughs> just start questioning what i'm doing but but it but it was a good experience it was so how was the um experience like how was that day for you back in college we were just looking at these competitions like oh that would be nice like after maybe when i'm set up as like a senior art director i'd love to join this competition and that for me happening when i was just 22 was like a big deal and i I felt like i was thrown into the pit and just just go for it so that that was mostly what happened like Mm -hmm. and hola go na lang (laughs) Walang choice, pero it was a good experience because I learned a lot and I learned how the industry works here in Dubai. Mm-hmm. It's super competitive. So yeah, that was that. We didn't win, but it was a good learning experience for me. Maybe not gonna join anytime soon. I need to be prepared because I felt like I had some sort of imposter syndrome oh, in that yeah. time. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That was that. But I think the fact that people submitted your name to that competition, I think they just trust you and they're just confident in your skills. Wow. 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 <laughs> Can you please tell that to my boss? <laughs> <laughs> um, hello? <laughs> Mention? Hello? Name? Name drop? <laughs> okay. So what about you? Like what can, what is on your list? First one, it's nothing big. It's not a competition. It's not. It's nothing big. It's a small win. It's um, learning how to drive. Yes. And honestly, I I actually expected to learn how to drive earlier, because my 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 cousins and my brother all started learning how to drive by the time they were eighteen or nineteen or twenty. Uh, they were like before twenties, but then I only started when I was twenty-two, and I, there was a time when I almost gave up on the fact that I I kind of wanted to learn how to drive because I was so comfortable with with commuting, and in Dubai I didn't really see the need to drive when my parents were here and they were driving me around or I. Or they were dropping me off the metro station. It was so easy. Like transportation, commuting was so easy for me. I didn't see the need to learn how to drive in this country. And above all, it's so expensive. Yeah. Yeah. And so before my parents went back home, I just decided to spend my whole salary to pay for for, for driving school. Which, which And driving is something that I really like to do. Right now, it's it's a it's a really good space for me 
to just clear my mind out and just focus on what I'm seeing or else I'll die, you know? <laughs> so, and, and, and my mind just doesn't, my brain just doesn't shut up. So it's, it's during driving that I get to clear my head and calm your, yeah. And, and the most, I mean, the thing that just occupies my brain when I drive is either the road or the music I'm playing. So it's fun. It's a calming activity. Mm-hmm. What what fascinates me about this topic of ours is like the same quality that makes it like we did that when we were twenty two is yeah. that it life just forces you into doing things that you're not really prepared for yeah and you just just you just do it I guess no yeah and for example driving it's just I think everyone knows by now that men's anxiety level it just shoots up every single time. And it's it's what I like about driving that every say I'm going to a place I haven't been to before. I'm gonna drive there, say La Mer or whatever, I haven't been. So if 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 I start Waze or Google Maps, I mean my hands get sweaty <laughs> just thinking about the route. Yeah. How to get there and it's those are unfamiliar roads for me. Because I I'm only used to driving in the south southern part of Dubai, so if I make the trip there, then it's another small win for me because I conquered my fear. Like I mean, I, I don't know how the drivers are like there, so yeah, it's 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 always a small win for me. I still I still see driving as a wonder. Yeah. Are you excited oh, to drive in the Philippines? Ah. <laughs> She's coming to go back in the Philippines and have a vacation. So do you think you're going to drive no. in there? No. <laughs> no. No. <Or> no. Sorry. <laughs> um, I think I'm better off commuting. Commuting in the Philippines is gladiators and all that. It's like being in... <clears throat> excuse me. It's like being in an arena of, you know... You, you have just to transform. Fight your way yeah, I I literally experienced pushing people just to get my seat <laughs> in that freaking UV. So oh, I remember so many commute stories. Yeah, like yung yung asin yung inch na lang yung pinuyo. Yeah, <laughs> yung nakaupo. Na the jeep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wala eh, no choice eh. Mahati days. Mm-hmm. Mahati. Mahati. Tara. Yeah, yeah. But. <laughs> I mean, I think the craziest commute experience for me was in the LRT back in college. I I I raised my voice. Oh, you, what? I raised my voice at a professor. Like she's a really like a professor, you professor, know. Professor, no, no, no. She's she she look she looked. I think I'm guessing she's a professor mm-hmm. from Mapua. Mm-hmm. Or somewhere it, it was in Central Station, okay. you know the schools there. Mm-hmm. So either from Mapua or I don't know Adamson, not yeah. sure. But she was I mean, the train was packed to the brim. I mean, if the door opens, people just spill. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, naturally. But she was I was I was the one at the door. Oh like, shit! First person if it opens, like hey, where's my support system? I don't wanna. Yeah. Wala, wala. yeah. So th- this lady i feel sorry for her she was trying to push herself in and she wasn't she wasn't trying to push herself she wasn't trying to make her way in in you know like a space between two people because she's like pushing me oh like face to face dude like chest to chest face to face Mm. i said excuse me can you not see that you know it's already super packed yeah. yeah i think it just just wait for the next train. I I'm sure she already did that, but like yeah. super desperate measures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would do that as well. Yeah. I would push my way in, but but that's that's the line that I. That's what happens. Of. I'm yeah. so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, so sorry now, Mapua professor. <laughs> Central Station professor. I'm so sorry. Three if years. You're if you're listening. <laughs> um, like four years later, I'm so sorry for you. I still tell our story to people. <laughs> so yeah so now I don't commute in the body and I just drive to avoid those situations <laughs> yeah but I find driving convenient more because I get 
I can I can wake up later than I'm used to. That's and it. That's my. We drive. can drive ourselves to the to pod, yeah, recording studio. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like forty that's, kilometers away. That's a great perk. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What is your second? My second one is. It's so strange for me having. It's so strange for me to think that I have like an actual relationship with people from other country like like legit international friends like spanish german like i can actually call them my friends yeah and like i can tell them about like what's happening in my life how how i am like real like a real relationship so it's so strange like me knowing myself back in high school I'm super introverted. Like, I wouldn't talk to anyone who I don't think... I wouldn't talk to anyone, period. <laughs> <laughs> And in college, I, I only mostly just stuck with my friends, with my barcada. So now, I have these amazing friends here that I hang out with. And then I find it so strange. So that's... That's 22 for you. That's being, I guess it's it's the premise of being abroad. Yeah. And I'm surrounded with different nationalities. So it's bound to happen. Mm. But ha but also I think Hannah shares the same yeah. experience with me. Because she's like friends with all these people. <laughs> okay. It, I mean, I mean, I don't... The nature of my work, it I don't necessarily work with a large group of people. Mm -hmm. I usually keep to myself or two or three other people. So even even in in my first job in Dubai, I only worked directly. I only reported directly either to my um, managing director or to my operations manager. And I'm just gonna name drop. Daryl has been one of like the key elements to improving my communication skills. Mm -hmm. It's just like every time I talk to him, I just he is because he listens in a way, and he he you know when when I start fading out of the conversation because you know that's just me. I don't I'm not good at yeah me too yeah, that happens handling conversations. He just he just. What the, um, like brings it back brings to it you back. yeah yeah and over time i got i was there i was i was there in there in my previous job mm -hmm. for eight months so having all that time with him and all the other very lovely um real estate people it just boosted my mm. confidence in myself and to to talking to a more diverse set of people also known as improving my English skills because <laughs> <laughs> I never conversed in English in the Philippines me and my friends were like putangina <laughs> that's that this will get <laughs> we've, we've bleeped out anyway we've, we've checked we've checked the explicit check box a long time ago when you say that it's that Daryl just listened to you and that's how you opened up it because I yeah. think it's having someone that listens mm -hmm. Despite the nationality, yeah. it that's how just genuine friendship works. So that's how you let go of the fear of oh, mm -hmm. baka ibang nationality sila, baka iba yung yeah. tingin nila sa akin, iba yeah. yung baka magclash kami ganun. Mm -hmm. But it's just it's just but to listen better, I think. Yeah. So I love it. I love this. Yeah, and I don't know. I never really had friends who conversed in English that's why now that I have I think I'm bringing my personality into the language now which uh. I think I've mentioned before um, but but yeah it, I'm when I speak in Tagalog you know me I'm very how do I say very Shologs uh, yeah shol no I'm not Shologs not even Shologs I think it's even Siga Or like, uh -huh. you know, I just come across as a scary person. <laughs> people said that to me. I've had people say that, oh, when you when I first met you, I thought you were scary because your voice was like, it's it's whole and you know what you're saying. <laughs> But that's me in 
Tagalog in Filipino. Yeah. But when I speak in English, I'm like, Hi, I'm very demure. Hi, you. <laughs> <laughs> How's your day? <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's, that's 22 in terms of improving my communication skills. So that brings me to my number two. It's having my third. It's being in my third job already i mean it's it's not it's not just jobs it's long-term material kind of jobs Mm -hmm. you know i could have stayed in my first job longer than i than i did yeah Uh, because pay was nice the offer was nice people were nice and it was an expanding team i was one of the like the early people there so it would have made sense for me to stay there longer, but I had to move to Dubai. And the second job, as I mentioned, the one with Daryl, it was a really good job. People were super nice. And I could have stayed, again, I could have stayed there longer than I would have. If circumstances, you know, didn't demand me to like move. So and now I'm in my third job, and it's the job that I... You know, when I entered college, I had this image and I had this goal. I mean, sorry, I was very immature then and my research, my selection skills for a college program was so vague and a bit childish. I think that happens to all of us. Yeah, so when I was selecting my course, my college program, I was like, I really want to work in a magazine. I really want to design those pages and oh, do covers yeah that's what I, that exact you have this vision thing. yeah in your head that ah this is what i'm exactly supposed to be yeah and and i even had the image of this workplace it's not it's not the kind you see in the movies mm-hmm. like you know throwing papers here and there it's press day and all that no um but i had this image of a workplace where people were are like Devil wears Prada. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's more of um. There's just I don't know. It's just it's it's a lot like how it is in my job right now. That's just what I'm gonna say. It's you know people are. How do I explain this? I just don't wanna describe my current job knowing I have people <laughs> from my workplace <laughs> listening. But well, yeah, it's fun. It's uh, I'm just gonna say that. It's ninety five percent the same as what I had envisioned when I was in my last year in high school. So I think I've ticked that off my goals list. So you kind of have it fulfilled. That's, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Yeah. So I mean, a lot of people I know of my age in the Philippines, they're probably at their first job mm. still since and stable college. And, and stable. And they and enjoy it there yeah. and they're growing. Yeah, with, 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 they have this like solid friendship with their exactly. colleagues. Which I kind of yearned for. Me too. Yeah, I think it was, I don't know, I think I yearned for it a lot of times when I just feel down in my workplace and I've got no one to talk to because you know I just work with a very small group of people and it's a very different the work here is a different environment unlike in the Philippines where all of you like stay late together and work late together and maybe have 3am lugaw afterwards after work but in here you you basically okay after six you just everyone just leaves yeah and you're just stuck there doing finishing work on your own so that's i miss that about the philippines Mm. i i don't feel as bad working overtime in the philippines i mean there was there was a time in my first job that i really wanted to stay late like on purpose yeah because because i wanted yeah because i know i'm just gonna be left with this person he's from like a totally different department but before we were just 15 in the office and he works in the um he's the product guy he's very technical so i know he's staying late and 
I'm staying late. I needed stuff to do. So, oh, I'm with, I have company, so might as well do my stuff. And then in that moment, in that that evening, I got to talk to him for the first time of like decent talk, you know, like really personal level kind of talk. And I'm I'm glad to have those kind of OTs, kind of OTs, but diba? the OTs I have here, <laughs> as in legit OT. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the back pain causing kind of OT. <laughs> My back pain problems is just getting worse by the week. I don't know. I just have to insert it there. It's not. It, yeah, it's it's in. It happened in 22. I started <gasps> getting back problems. <laughs> 22 and we have back pain. <laughs> I'm so aware. So, yeah. Why I feel so old? I feel like 40. Is this like normal? I'm 40. <laughs> yeah. So that's that. I I really appreciate the workplace that I am in right now. I'm working with really lovely people that I wish I have more courage to talk to. Mm. But, you know... I'll, I'll get better at saying hi. I think between the two of us, you're you're working with the more creative people, no? no. Wow. We're different from different um, mediums, tamabayon. Yeah, print and print and, and online and events. Yeah. So, Saya. I don't know. I love I love that. I mean, people in my workplace right now they just inspire me. You know, you know, in this um say in the workplace you i work this is my first time working for a company that has like more than 100 people yeah or even 50 people at mm, all because mm. my first job was 15 and the second job i think it was 30 and then now we're like 200 people and i don't get to talk to the whole lot of them and it's because we're spread across two floors and then we're divided into two sides per floor so a lot of times I just like from from where I sit I just observe people and and I have these people in the office that that from from where I sit from where my place is in the office I just really admire them if I listen to them I don't even talk to them much but I admire them from afar that's funny because it reminded me of a scene that happened in the office recently. And like, I don't really talk to a lot of people in the office I'm not close with. I, like, I'm 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 afraid of small talk. But this, it was during lunch, and this colleague of mine suddenly we started talking over lunch, and then she suddenly showed me about her passions, which was like gardening. And she showed me like all the tracking she does for her plants. Yeah. And it was just fascinating to know something about her that's outside of work. Work. Yeah. And just about passion. So I was so thrilled when she was yeah. showing me. That's 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 what I wish to have in like And have uh, more often, uh, more no? In my workplace. I mean, I'm working very closely with two people yeah. to my left and to yeah. my right. <laughs> and I wish I had more, you know, out of work kind of conversations with people in my office so yeah no let's go with your number three first so at 22 we have this podcast and i find it silly that as a 22 year old we have a podcast and a voice like literally a voice out into the world for people to listen to but then again as a premise as the premise of our podcast it's just we're just trying to figure it out along the way. We're not sure whether this will th- these things that we're saying still make sense to us after when we're 50 yeah. or do we still value the same things? Mm-hmm. Or even if like say the the 28 or 30 year old people listening to this are even making sense of what we say or probably at the back of their minds they're saying oh, don't do that yeah, kids exactly. they're probably chastising us. kids hello <laughs> like they don't know any better <laughs> kids these days but i actually have those thoughts that the things i might be saying are probably some of it are not wrong or are, are wrong or accurate but that's just how it is. We're 22. Let us fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ding, ding. Explicit. Po explicit. 
<laughs> well, um, so parang inaccept ko na na I'll, I'll f up in this yeah yeah someday and so feeling ko may mga there are statements that I would have to retract oh I said no. something wrong but that's I've changed fine. guys <laughs> <laughs> I was better than <laughs> I I know better now <laughs> but but yeah it's I mean the way I see this podcast Podcast. podcast it's um it's something that's very current that's mm. that's how i'm gonna that's how that's my approach this podcast i want it to be raw i yeah. want i want people who are in there who are 22 as well like feel like Na okay lang. yeah there's someone else experiencing the same yeah, shit as yeah. i do so i just want to be as honest honest and raw yeah. as possible. And actually, why? Con- what convinced me to start this podcast with Hannah is that, as I said, I I was feeling like I'm forty. I'm always surrounded with, with, with work and words that like words that get thrown around like strategy, ROI, like those those things that make you feel like you're like a serious adult. And I don't I don't want to have that for every day of my life so mm-hmm. this podcast really f- makes me feel like it's okay to be young and probably stupid but yeah let's just be 22 <laughs> mm-hmm. that's that, it's the opposite for me really? i still feel like i'm 17 and i'm misplaced in this concrete jungle with like super you know just people i look up to i don't know i just feel really small and to be surrounded by people who inspire me in terms of what I want to do in life, I just feel like Ant-Man. Like, super small. <laughs> oh, one millimeter. That's, that's... That's okay. That's okay, that's okay to feel small. small. Wow. Well, nice segue. Napasay na lang. Hi. Hi, I feel small. <laughs> again with um i keep on repeating my point of being surrounded by people i look up to and it's it's for a reason because at 22 i'm just gonna say that i've started to question Mm. what i really want to do whoa deep (laughs) existential (laughs) no 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 because Ever since I was in sixth grade, I was this person who who always held a camera. You know, I was this person. Oh, we have an event. Oh, Hannah's the photographer. Oh, Hannah's taking photos. Oh, Hannah's editing the photos. Oh, Hannah's documenting it. I'm always that person. Even at home. Even if it's just a mobile phone, mo- mobile phone that people are going to use to take photos. And they're going to say, oh, let Hannah take it. She's so good at it. She's going to make your photos so nice. Even if it was just, say, I don't know, Blackberry or whatever. But I was that person. And and I don't... I've, I've started... I started doing photography in sixth grade with Trisha Gossington. Oh, the inspiration. And, yeah, and uh, Zhang Jingna as my... As my... Um, motivation my inspirations it was deviant art then mm. and trisha and z motion as zhang jin is more known they they they're just so unique to my eyes like what their works just were just so unique to my eyes then and then i wanted to do conceptual photography then and then that's what i started working towards in high school and I ended up doing photojournalism instead and joining competitions. But but it's it's photography all the way for like how many years? Grade six. <laughs> for, <laughs> first year, second year, third year, fourth year, first year college, second year college, third year college, fourth year college. So that's nine years of solid seeing myself as a photographer and that I wanted to grow into a Trisha Gossington or a Zhang Jingna mm. of my own. But 
along the way, I don't know who to blame for it, but my college program was like a chop suey of some sort. <laughs> it's multimedia arts. We we had basics of everything. Basics in photography, basics in film mm. photography, basics in audio recording, basics in video, basics of everything. So so you didn't really feel like you were yeah, mastering one thing that you wanted to do? Yeah, even if I had my electives then, mm. even my electives, I, 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 I was confused when I finished all three of them. It's because they were three very different things. But then I realized that throughout those years, what what the common denominator in those is the part where I'm writing. Mm. And I've I've always loved conceptualizing things and putting them into words. And then now just going back to those years I just feel like I had better I had a better chance of being good at writing and enhancing my skills because I really enjoyed my creative writing classes a lot my script writing class a lot and those those were the classes that I really 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 did with like 150% passion it's not just because it's a plate it's mm. not just because so so now at, at 22 i'm 23 by the time i'm talking about this <laughs> but 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 at 22 i was i was just i was just trying to accept or like wrap my head around the fact or the thought of maybe i'm maybe i'm not really a photographer mm-hmm. maybe it's just not working out for me or maybe i just i should try something else something else I'm good at and I'm comfortable doing and I feel good doing. So I'm just assessing myself, reassessing myself. Yeah. And, you know, now I work in a publishing company and I keep, you know, you know, I mentioned people to you that I really look up to and I, I love to read their pieces every month and not... I mean, one of them is a 28-year-old. And she's just, I don't know. I call her goals in the office. And from where I sit, she's just like, I love you. (laughs) I love you so much. (laughs) And yeah, I, I I just, just, when I feel... Every time I just feel the opposite of motivated, <laughs> uninspired, <laughs> uninspired. Um, I just just look at her work and I just remember her stuff and you know just get motivated. And I love that I'm surrounded with that kind of people. I mean, there are lots of good writers, good people in the office, and yeah, I love them. I love everyone. So I think as twenty-two year olds. We have we always have this sort of idols or go hashtag goals yeah. or inspirations. It's always important to to differentiate mm-hmm. the line between idols versus inspirations. inspirations and like yeah. it's also what I'm trying to say is that we shouldn't compare ourselves to to them to, them, to their path. Yeah, because like. It it's not helpful for one. Yeah, it's like you're always comparing. Oh, she did this at this age. Oh, she she achieved this already. Yeah, I was just about to mention that. Okay, because I've mentioned her age, and now I feel like I mean there are times that now I mean I I don't feel pressured all the time, but there are times when I just look like you know third third body third person mm-hmm. perspective. I just see myself like. Am I gonna be like that when I'm 28, or something? But Just it, a bad thing to do. But I think it's good to check from time to time. Yeah, and everyone for, for feels that goals. from time to time. Mm-hmm. But just it's okay. Yeah. At your it's own okay pace. to be inspired, <laughs> but don't envy. Mm-mm. Don't compare and make yourself feel small just because other people, you know, achieve something at this age or whatever. 
Okay, nag-existential crisis na po kami. So, <laughs> as a bonus, <laughs> this, I did that when I was 22. <laughs> Grabe, guys. First time ko in my life. <laughs> I love this. Mapaway. <laughs> And I'm the type of person who avoids conflict in general. It's not just conflict, by the way. It's, It's like a legit, <laughs> legit physical kind of... I had to Shook. I had to hold you back. I had and his, his friend had to hold him back. So I'm gonna tell the story. So we were just drinking, and we were almost going out of the bar. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I it was of course it was dark and there were mu- the music was too loud and we were trying to inch our way through the crowd. And apparently, without me like noticing or seeing. I I onion I elbowed. I elbowed the guy's beer and it spilled completely on his shirt. Yeah. And this these facts I only found out after it all happened because like <laughs> I, I nagulat na lang ako na um hawak na ako ni Hannah and she was yeah. like she was you protecting know, me. Yeah, the the two pints of beer I had were completely gone. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it's not just two pints of beer. It was, it was, it was wine as well. Okay, but like, it's all gone. And and I, I mean, the feeling of like I have to protect my friend just <laughs> just came over me. Like I have to be this protective friend. Like I was, I was whispering to her. Oh, you just say sorry. Just say sorry. Yeah, that's what happened. Here. I just realized she was she was whispering to me, just say sorry. And I was like, what? What's happening? And yeah. apparently the guy was ready to like punch me yeah, in the he face. Was, he was so furious. He was ready to <laughs> hit you. Yeah. And good thing, good thing his friend was like holding him back as well. Yeah. So we're the good friends. And, and like and in at tw- uh, 22. <laughs> It's my first time to hold someone back from a fight, <laughs> and and I didn't expect. I mean, I mean, I I expected it to be like some other person, but it has to be you. Were you scared, like when it was happening? No, because I was, I wasn't scared because first I didn't realize what yeah. was happening. I was just like, "How oh, it's happening? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm apologizing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what I was. Uh, you said like, but like it I'm wasn't like a, a huge altercation. Nothing happened. I'm safe. It was, yeah, it was. It was. It was. Yeah, it was for harmless. <laughs> more, more laughable than Super anything. Laughable. <laughs> yeah, but no, I wasn't scared of that. Yeah, like, I, 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 I always in 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 situations. I always like try to think of five other. Five scenarios that could happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you, like <laughs> having like a proper fight with a guy, like you know, punching and him pushing you—it's just not there. Yeah, like like I'm the more worst flea person than fight. <laughs> <laughs> flea, but I, I, I mean, the worst that I thought then, like at that moment, was like he's gonna push you very lightly, and then I'm gonna say, um, excuse me. Ay, na po Ex- si Hannah uh, uh, excuse me. But yeah, that's the worst that that's the worst scenario that popped into my pop. I I knew 95% we were gonna get out there safe. Yeah. Funny, funny experience. Twenty <laughs> two year old getting into fights <laughs> that she doesn't know is happening. <laughs> <laughs> mm. But I know people who are getting into fights, I mean And drinking, who were younger oh, no. than us, no, like, but but it's, I mean, this is the first time for us because we don't even. <laughs> That was the one night we we decided to just drink a little bit after more a few months. We, yeah, and we. Nothing memories. Nothing Oh my gosh! No. Wag, wag. No block. Block it. <laughs> Yeah. Ay, so that, it was that, so good. That it happened was. when we were 22. <laughs> that, that's like the icing on the cake. Cherry on top, even. Um, yeah, so we are now around our 50th minute. Mm, or less. But let's just summarize. If there's 
if you can summarize all of those oh. things for our listeners, what are you going to say? For me, I think most of what happened is just about me showing up. They say most of life happens when you show up. Bing, whether bing, bing. whether it's difficult or uncomfortable or like you can't imagine yourself being there. Yeah. So that's just what I did. <laughs> yeah, all the more you can't imagine yourself being there, be there. Be there. Yeah. And like just fully be in the moment and experience that this is happening right now. You can't get out of it mm-hmm. just to just enjoy it while you're at it. Mm-hmm. So if it's a mistake, see through the mistake and learn from it. Yeah. Because you have like 60 years left. And you have Hannah to hold you back in the <laughs> fight, if ever. <laughs> I'll be that friend. No, just say sorry. Oh, what yeah. about you? What, how would you summarize it? I'm going to say a very cliche line. Go at your own pace. That This is more advice for me than for anyone else. But yeah, don't get pressured by you know achievements of other people. It's gonna happen. I mean, I mean, you have your own stuff happening, and feel good about them, even if it's a small thing. I'm an advocate of appreciating of small the small wins. wins. So, just be yourself. Don't be anyone else. I mean, that was my mistake when I was younger. I I thought of being a Trisha Gossington until I until I was in third year high school. But I realized, hey, no, I'm not a Trisha. I Cossington. still think I'm gonna be Kim Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, no, I don't think. But I'm no, be that's else. not the pressure you want on yourself. Yeah, so uh, that's that. Go at your own pace. Don't be pressured by the world. Yeah. Yay. Okay. Given it's the first week of 2019. Ooh. Yes, yeah. What is it that interested you that you want to share with people? So the past week, I remember this conversation, Hannah and I, and she was like having an existential crisis on what she wants to take up uh, if she would focus on journalism or whether to take up masters in humanities. And it brought me to something that I read that says something like, it's it's by Adam Grant. He's a organi- org- he it's by Adam Grant. He's an organizational psychologist and he has a podcast actually. And in his podcast he talks about work life and how to deal with work better, how to deal with people in your work, so the psychology that happens in workplaces. So he said something like you can't really plan a career ahead ahead of time because the career that we have now or that you envision now may not exist after five years plan for the knowledge and skills you want to be doing in 10 years that really resonated with me and if you want to um hear about he has he has a lot of interesting interesting things to say about the workplace Mm -hmm. and it really gave me a lot of insight on how to deal with Mm -hmm. work better so so that's his podcast which is work life by ted Mm -hmm. i think by ted by ted oh yeah work life it's work life by ted with adam grant so you should check it out see if it makes sense to you show notes (laughs) i'm I'm just doing it every week week. (laughs) show notes (laughs) okay what about you what's your shareable insight for the week for lack of preparation i resorted to my reading history in medium so i found this article called slow down in defense of lateness and well i'm gonna i'm just gonna talk about lateness in a whole other episode of punctuality but it's just in this article it talks about the latin american culture of being late mm-hmm. and how they're kind of just fine with it and it it's it's a lot 
like our own Filipino time. You know, I mean, I I do that a lot of times, even now. Like when they say it's hey, it's three p.m. And then I'm just gonna think, oh, that person's not gonna arrive until three thirty, so might be, might, like, might as well arrive by three thirty. What's interesting about this article is that it shows the two different sides of being late, and it shows it as you know disrespect for people's time and effort, and but on the other side, it also discusses that. You're just savoring your time. And and even if you're late, at least you were present. Like you went you still went there. And it said here, quote, no matter if you are late, we're just glad you've arrived. Unquote. So it's a good read to just see lateness. Just it's just I'm just here to pose a question and a new perspective mm-hmm. for people, mm-hmm. but like it's a good read. Yeah. So that could be a great thought starter for the first month of the year, of mm-hmm. the new year. What are your workplace resolutions? Oops. Can't be. Yeah. That's it. That's my thing. So we will put that on our show notes. Show notes. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode. Mm -hmm. We are at Long Way Home Pod everywhere on social. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. New episodes out every Wednesday. And our link to our show notes will be on the show description. Subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple (laughs) Podcasts. Subscribe to our Subscribe. podcast. <laughs> Subscribe via RSS. <laughs> I don't know how technology you, works, by the way. <laughs> I listen to like 10 podcasts right now. I don't know how to plug, but yeah, please subscribe. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, I hope, and Stitcher, Spotify, everywhere. 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 <laughs> we're 22 and it's okay to mess up peace out bye bye